Scully, what's 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 of course, and Be Alive. Be Alive is a masterpiece. Her vocals, her way of vocals, just her deliverance on the track is just wow. I love how much she's grown as a vocalist. Like, she's always been a vocalist. She's always shown us her vocals. But throughout the years, her vocals have just been on another motherfucking level. And just the way that she just practiced her fucking craft. Like, literally. She practices her fucking craft. Like, it is everything. And her ear is so masterful. It's just like, damn, like, you really, you're you're doing it. You're doing the fucking thing. And I just want to thank you for blessing us with this song, Be Alive. And it felt so good to listen to it. Here's a sample. My side. I tried. I can't watch this black wolf if I try. I love the direction that she's in now. I love how she's just so unapologetically herself. She's living in her skin. She's living in her truth. And she's not making songs for everyone. She's making songs for us. She's making songs to empower us as a people. And it's just so beautiful. And the way she's doing it. You felt every inch of her soul in this song. And if you didn't, and there's something wrong with your ear, you need to get that checked out because it just really is so beautiful to see. Amazing. Now, let's get into the princess of the industry right now. And Miss Chloe Bailey. So she came out with two performances after we seen her at the VMAs. She did the performance with Jimmy Fallon, where she gave us the orchestra version of Have Mercy. And she gave us production beats. She brought out her Pro Tools to show you I, I produce. Like I said, I produce. I'm showing you I fucking produce. Like, I, it's not a game. <laughs> I do it all. And for y'all to hate on her, because she's so fucking talented, and y'all don't know what to do with this amount of talent that she's giving us at a time, that she's always given us. 
She's always produced. She's always been there. She's always been a vocalist. She's always been a performer. But y'all wasn't trying to pay attention when Chloe and Halle was out. Y'all were not trying to pay attention to that dynamic. And that dynamic is everything. That dynamic... <laughs> those vocals together is literally out of this world. A bias, not a bias, I, I don't know. But the vocals together, those harmonies together are so fucking sickening. But when she shows y'all what a pop song on a hip-hop infused dancing song I'm still going to be a vocalist. I still have vocals. I'm still going to show the girls I can fucking blow my ass to fuck off. You you, you have to live. You have to give her pretends. Pretends is due. But, baby. Miss Amy's performance was budget galore. She was so fucking confident on this fucking stage. She commanded the stage. The Amy's as well. But she learned the few things that she could have done better. At the VMA on the on the AMA stage, and she fucking she blows the bar. She completely annihilated the bar. So she came on, she came down the sky on what like a little bench seat in an all white leotard jumpsuit type thing, body snatched, red dress, killed it. But when she landed and they handed her her mic, it was go time. It was on. And she was not, she didn't lose, like she lost herself, but she didn't lose herself. She gave everything on that stage. Dancing was top notch. Those breakdowns, those different break dances that they did, they incorporated a little tactic, they they incorporated a little stepping into the performance. Vocals was on. Mike was on. Best performance of the night, hands down. I cannot wait to see what she gives next. I can't wait. Um, Nicki Minaj on the Real Housewives of Potomac. She gave what she needed to give. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched the bit of it. And I'm so excited on... I'm so excited of the direction that she's going in. She's not going into, like, television, but she's going into television. From Queen Radio, she needs to. She needs to be a a personality once she retires from hip-hop. When she decides that this is it, I'm over it, I'm tired of people trying me, I'm tired of people trying to continue to make me as a bad guy. Because she's tired. And she has every right to be tired. And, yeah, I don't want her to leave hip-hop. I don't want to see music at all. But I definitely, when she's ready, she needs to get into television. She needs to get, in, she needs to get into hosting. She needs to get into radio. She needs to get into all of these fields. Because she will be great at it. And she'll kill it. Um, but her commentary with everything. I this, this last part of the reunion, I probably will tune in for because I know that's when she really gets into it. But Nikki's a beast. And congratulations to um Cardi and Halle Berry putting out this um all female hip hop um soundtrack album. 
that's amazing. Like, you have Cardi herself. You have Doja. What, you have Younger May. You have the City Girls. You have... I think it was Erica Banks. You have Young Baby Tate. So you got a lot of these girls on this album, which is great. I wish I could have seen them on a song together, not just an album, because it still sounds like it's so separate, if you know what I mean. But that's great. It's never been done. Congratulations. But of course, let's not forget that um, Nikki is still the queen of rap. She still is the queen of hip hop. I know that there was circulation of Hallie saying otherwise, and that's good that that's what she feels. But Baby Girl didn't get her stripes yet. Baby Girl is still working on her craft or working on the bag, whatever that looks like. So she's not the queen of rap. She's popular in the hip hop community. I guess for that, she made a name for herself. Um, Baby Girl did some numbers and is doing numbers every time that she drops. But she didn't do enough to become or be called a queen. No. Um, next order of business, Mariah Carey. If y'all have not heard this song yet with her, Khaled, and Kurt Franklin, Fall in Love at Christmas. When I say like this is the new bop, this is the new Christmas bop, this is just the new love bop. Like, this shit is so fucking magical. Her vocals on there are heaven sent. Literally. And then when the choir comes in, when she sings with the fucking choir. <gasps> Hammy Gaston. Like, I'm not a Mariah Carey fan, but I'm obsessed with this song. This song goes bananas. And it was just a link up for me. Like, this whole link up between the three was just everything. Um, lastly, let's get into some some political shit. So, this dude who's gonna remain nameless at this point got out of got, got out of jail free card. Because of his his privilege. And. I'm tired. We're tired. Of repeating ourselves. We're tired of going through the same cycle. Over and over and over again. We're tired of letting this white privilege. Run so rampant in our country. We all share countries. Not white America. Even though uh, most of the time it feels like that. And that is sad and that's unfortunate. And we have to do better. The justice system has to do better. For you to charge a black man who is younger for the same equivalent crime, and they get life. They get 30 years. They get life in prison. They get executed. They get the fucking death penalty. They get to share. But you get nothing. Not acquitted for anything. For all counts, for the same fucking thing, you get not acquitted. So y'all doesn't like killing us? We're really that threatening for you to continue to kill us, to continue to ostracize us from our house, 
Take this away from our kids. Take this away from the community. So, is this really our America? Because it's confusing. It's baffling at this point. Because make it make sense. And the president that we elected, because we did not want to elect the other one, decided to speak out on behalf of white America. On behalf of white America. And basically okay being okay with the justice system's decision. Because the justice system is currently working. Working for who? Is, is my question. Who is it working for and how is it working? Because we're tired of seeing the, the rest in peace. We're tired of seeing the police brutality in our communities. We're tired of not trusting the cops. We're tired of not trusting the system. The system was built for us. But it wasn't built by us. That's the problem. We need to start having more a diverse committee. We need to start having more of us in those seats helping to make these decisions. So we can really be equal. So we can really be in the, in the running for this playing field. Because if not, it's going to always be us against them. And it shouldn't be. Because they believe the same color we believe. But it, it doesn't feel like that. It still feels like we're enslaved. It still feels like racism is still alive and well. And don't plan to go anywhere. Because racism is built. Racism is taught. You're taught to be racist. You're taught to be entitled. It's something you were born into, but it's something you was taught. 100%. I've seen this video of this black teacher and this white girl decided to go in, in the middle of the classroom to the teacher's desk and pick up the phone and make a phone call. Like that was okay. Like that shit was okay. And then when the teacher tried to take the phone, she swatted her hand like, how dare you bother me while I'm making this important phone call? How dare you do your job? And bother me. This how this how dare you act this Karen little Karen, baby Karen. This little girl who was clearly raised in a racist environment. She was taught to be racist. She was taught to feel like she was more than and we were less than. She was taught to not have respect for her elders. She was taught to not have respect for people who do not look like her. And in this world, that's the whole problem. And life, that's the problem. Because now you're setting her up to feel like she is more than she is. And when we get to that part, in, in that point, where do we go? From here, how, how can we fix this? Because... You're not more than we are, sweetheart. We are the same people. We are fighting for the same cause. So we thought. But, and I can't blame it for all of them. Because some of them are just confused or in disbelief of their white privilege. Some, I love the white, the white woke community. 
because they know their privilege and they want to fight against that oppression. They want to fight against that privilege so that we can be equal. It's not a large community of woke white people, but it is a community and I'm so happy that they are there. And then it's the regular community who are in disbelief of their privilege. They're in disbelief that they will pull us over way quicker than I pull you over. You can be, you can have a whole dead person in your car that you kill. You can have a whole pound and a whole drug factory in your basement and they will not check on you at all. But they will come and check on us just because we're driving a expensive car. That doesn't mean that we got it illegally. That doesn't mean that we hustled for this car. We paid for this car. It's our car. But we're getting stopped. Why? Because they call it rough skin. We're getting to... We're getting... We're being forced out of our car. Even if we are paraplegic. They don't care. But if it was a white guy... Or a white um, individual who was paraplegic... You wouldn't be asked your car. And if you was for any reason... They will help you out with dignity and respect. But with us, we're getting dragged out and not giving a fuck about. We're getting knees to our chest. We are getting guns to our head. It's attack first, ask questions later. If we get to if we get to if they get to ask the questions. And shoot first. Because we're scared. How are you scared of us? We are not a threat. Our skin is really that threatening. But you're way taller, way bigger than us. You have a gun. I don't. You want me to get out? I'm reaching for my ID that you asked me for. You asked me for my ID. And now you assume that I'm reaching for a gun. Why? Why is that your first question? Why is that your first idea? Why is that your first thought? When you see a black individual in a car that you stopped us for. And we're helping you by answering and asking anything, everything that you ask. Getting the idea, getting our registration, and yet we get shot. You stop us in the middle of anything. And your first response is I felt threatened, so I shot him. I'm running from you because I'm scared of my life. I'm scared for my life. And you don't see that. And you have yet to stop and take accountability for your actions. Take accountability that the system is broken. There's so many potholes in the system. There's so many holes in this story. And there's so much injustice in this nation. That it would take a while to fix. It would take a while to come to terms with. But we have to try. We have to want to fix it. Or it's never going to work. We will always be the odd ones out. We will always be the ones journeying and having funerals that we don't need to have. Because y'all want to continue to kill us. Because y'all want to continue to show your power. 
And it comes a time where you have to just show the human side. You can't continue to show this power that you quote unquote have because it's not working. We need to be in these offices. We need to be in these high powers. These powers, these places that we feel like we can't achieve, we need to get there. Because that's the only way that this will stop. This is the only way that we come to a resolution. Last thing. We need to fix this bail reform policy, this bail reform law. Because these criminals who are robbing these stores are continuously getting away with murder. They're getting away with thousands of dollars of stuff. And if you do get caught, they get a pat on the back, they get a bail hearing, and they get let out on the street the next day for them to continue to do it over and over and over again. And the business and the businesses who do not want to get cops in their stores are stupid. Because this will ha- this is how we can protect our stuff. Seeing shoplifting happen in my face every day is training to see. It is annoying to see. And it is annoying when we call the cops and it just seems like nothing happens. Because if you do catch them, they're out literally the next day, the next few days. And they're doing it again. And they know that it's going to continue to happen until this law gets changed. Until they really pay their restoration, their restitution. They pay what they've done. The crimes that they are committing has a outcome to it. And they go and they have jail time. They get committed and they do jail time for what they commit. I so cold-heartedly believe that if you're stealing, you need to do time. You have to. Because that's not okay. That's not the norm. That's not something you should do. That's not something you should aspire to do. Of course, there's many reasons or many things for many... There's many things that people do things for. However, ask for help. Just existence out here, guys. You have to look. You have to want to do better for you to do better. But stealing things that does not belong to you is not the way. That's not okay. And we cannot continue to condone your actions. Miss Akimi, Tea of the Day, Episode 3. Episode 13, Season 3. We got into some music and we got into some political things. We got into some current events. We got into some things that we need to stop. And thank y'all for this. Laters.